Hey everyone, this is Joseph Bosco, pastor of Highway Church. Thanks for joining us on our podcast. You know, all of us need the right kind of voices in our lives. Voices that inspire us to know the one who made us. Voices that awaken our divine destiny and reveal to us the goodness of God. Well, that's what this ministry is all about. So enjoy the message. a way for you in every area of your life. Glory to God. Hallelujah. In every every area of your life. Glory to God. Oh, it's time for believers to know that what Jesus did for us applies to the whole spectrum of our existence. Everything, everything. To every area of our lives. So good. Hallelujah. So, so good. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. God, you're so good. God, you're so good. Listen, guys, we are moving forward. What do we mean when we say we're moving forward? We're, We're walking with Christ. We're acting. Remember we said at the beginning of the year, wasn't that long ago, right? That we're acting on the Word of God. We're acting as if we believed it's true, right? (laughs) We're acting in the manner of truth. We're acting according to what God has said. How would you you act if you knew it's true, right? Well, we know it's true, and we're acting accordingly. We're stepping. We're taking our steps. We're moving forward each day based on what He has said to us. Not based on what things look like, not based on uh, what so-and-so said to us or, or the phone call we just got. We're moving forward based on what our Father has promised Amen. us, Amen. based on what our Father has spoken to us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's Hallelujah. what we're doing. That's so good. So this is uh, part Lord. three. Part three of our series, Moving Forward. I think we're going to have one more session in this, but we've got some wonderful things for you today, and I want to share those with you now, all right? So we're going to start in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, hallelujah. Listen, forward, remember, that's the direction God moves. Don't go backwards, right? Go forwards. Forward is the direction he moves, and we move with him by rejoicing in him. Um, what are you thinking I'm about? I'm thinking of the time we lived in Italy, and I came up upon oh, that yeah. little lady go ahead. with her little Fiat or yes. little mini Italian car. Yeah. The road was so narrow that yes. there were occasionally pull-off spots yeah. uh, Only like one car in the side of the hill or in the time. side of the you yeah. know, mountain, there'd be a little pull-off yep. area so that, so that if you were near that, you'd pull over and let yeah. someone pass because only one c- car could fit on the edge of this yeah. Uh, yeah. cliff or road. Yeah. And uh, this little Italian grandma, <laughs> apparently her car could only go forward. That's what you said. Yeah. Yeah, God only goes forward, never backward, because when we met, she was closer to one of these pull-off spots, but she got out of her car came to the front of the car and proceeded to push her car backwards. 
uphill into the into the little pull-off area yeah. because she was close. I thought, how funny! Her car yeah. went only one direction. Apparently, yeah. it only yeah. went forward. Yeah, that's good. So she didn't even have a reverse on her car, right? She was the reverse. Well, that's okay. It don't, don't, we're not God going goes in reverse. One direction. I love that. He he's perfect in power, and only someone who's perfect in power can continually move forward. That's right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we move forward with him by trusting in him, by rejoicing in him, by knowing that he's got us no matter what. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's, okay, here we go. Ready? 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Ah, before I read, I want to say this to you. Are you ready? And, and I want to remind you to listen to last week's message, part two. Fire, guys. Really, you need it in your life. Listen to the word that the Lord brought to us last Sunday. Listen to it multiple times. It will help you tremendously, all right? Through Jesus, God has provided for us a face-to-face relationship with God the Father. Let's take a look. 2 Corinthians 3, verse 13. Unlike Moses, we have nothing to hide. So we don't identify with Moses, right? Have we, church? Right? We're not Moseans. We're Christians, right? We're not Old Covenant Mount Sinai people. Uh-uh. New Covenant. We learn from that. We, we go through the Scriptures and we learn. We look at the shadows and types of Christ that we can learn through the prophet Moses and the Old Covenant. But we're not of that. We're of the new covenant. We're of Abraham, our father, right? Unlike Moses. Did you know you're not like Moses? Boy, I wasn't expecting him to stop there. Unlike Moses. <laughs> when you think of God, you shouldn't be thinking of two stone tablets. Mm-hmm. Hello. What should you be thinking of? His love for you. The finished work of his son on your behalf. Yeah the finished work of his son on your behalf. Unlike Moses, we're not like Moses. Who you like? Jesus. You're like Jesus. You're not like Moses. You're like Jesus. Don't put yourself in Moses' place. You're in Jesus' place. You're seated at the right hand of the Father. <laughs> we have oh, nothing you, to hide, <laughs> which means Moses had something to hide, didn't he? We're going to see what that is. Everything is out in the open with us. He wore a veil, that's Moses, so the children of Israel wouldn't notice that the glory was fading away. And they didn't notice. They didn't notice it then, and they don't notice it now. They don't notice that there's nothing left behind that veil. Well, what happened here, guys? What are we talking about? Moses met with God for 40 days. Wow. That's powerful, isn't it? Mm -hmm. But his meeting with God was external. God wasn't living in him. He's living in you. His meeting with God was external. God was separate from him. 
Okay. It was extraordinary that he even got to meet with that God. very extraordinary. Under the old covenant, very extraordinary. <laughs> right? No one very saw the extraordinary. face of God. Right? But I wanted to bring you into something more extraordinary. Right. That's right. More extraordinary. More extraordinary than the parting of the Red Sea. More <laughs> extraordinary than water flowing from a rock in the desert. I think we've exalted the old covenants in our thinking maybe more than the new covenant. It's more extraordinary. It's more extraordinary. All right? Hallelujah. So he met with God, and simply because he was in the presence of God, the glory of God saturated his skin. So that glory was reflecting off of him. Well, after 40 days, he came down from the mountain, and he knew as he was walking away from that external meeting he saw the glory fading from his skin. So what did he do? He put a veil over his face because he didn't want anyone to see that external glory fading from his person. Why are we unlike Moses? Because with New Testament believers, listen to me, the glory of God is not outside of us. It's inside of us. We're full of the glory of God. <laughs> That's more extraordinary. Yes. That's more extraordinary than Moses being alone with God for 40 days. God, we're not meeting with God. He's living inside Hallelujah. of us. Hallelujah. <laughs> He's living inside of us, that's, right? That's the continuation of that. It was extraordinary, and yet there were still very much limitations. Temporary. To that. Yeah, temporary. It was fading. External. It was for a moment exactly. in time. Exactly. Right? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So even yeah. at that time, how extraordinary it was. Sure, at that time. It was yeah. still limited. Right? Absolutely, absolutely. It's not limited for us in the not new covenant. Li a limitless. Limitless in the new and covenant. And there's no time limit on it. Hallelujah. It's forever. Hallelujah. This is it, guys. This is the fullness of the salvation of God. We're living, remember the age of his grace from Wednesday night? We're living in the jubilee of Christ. This is the time when God's salvation and free favors are flowing like, a, like ocean waves, right? Yeah. Hallelujah. Um, let's see, let's see. Nothing left behind. Okay, yeah, very good. Uh, let's read verse 14 again. They didn't notice. They didn't notice it then, and they didn't, and they don't notice it now. Did it, don't notice that there's nothing left behind that veil. There's nothing left for us in the Old Covenant. Like I said, we reference it sure. to learn from it. Absolutely. I recommend studying it. But, but as you're studying it, you know you're not of that. But I love the instructions that God gave to Moses. And it teaches us our need for a Savior. Yes. And the, all the symbols of types in, the, in the, the outer court, in the holy place, in the most holy place, and all the symbols and types are very powerful. All right? But that's not where we live. And that's not who we are. All right? There's nothing for us. It's done away with. Christ fulfilled right. it. It's not in effect anymore. Even today, when the proclamation of that old bankrupt government, this is the scriptures, folks, not making this up, that old bankrupt government are read out, 
They can't see through it. If a government is bankrupt, if a government has no resources, in other words, this government, there's no authority left. There's no resources to get anything done. You cannot get done the the things that God has for you with an old covenant mentality. There's no power in that for you. In order to fulfill your destiny, you've got to embrace the new covenant that Jesus has given to us through his body and blood. That's why we celebrate it every day, right? You've got to embrace this new covenant. Even today, when the proclamations of that old bankrupt government are read, they can't see through it. Oh, boy. That's exactly what you're talking about right here in reference to the uh, the Israelites are talking about, but you're talking about that even currently today yes. that we fail to see through. Mm-hmm. Um, we we hit that old covenant yep. and we hit a veil, we hit a block. Yeah. But when we fail to see through that yep. it, there's a new covenant, it says it's not lifted to reveal that in Christ, the old covenant is made void and done away. Mm-hmm. That's amplified mm-hmm. version. Yeah. So powerful. Yeah. So powerful. Oh, my goodness. They couldn't see through it. Only Christ can get rid of the veil so they can see for themselves that there's nothing there. Hallelujah. Now, listen, I'm just, I, I want to just be real with you. Oh, glory. It's so good. It's but only listen, only, yeah, only, in only in Christ. Only in Christ. Since I've come into the body of Christ 30-some years ago, the majority of statements I've heard from believers is about the Mosaic Covenant. Sure, the old, old covenant. And they're mad because they look around, they see sin in the world, so they bring up the Ten Commandments. You know, listen, I understand. And the knowledge of the law, it, it, it realizes, helps us to realize we need a Savior. It exposes our sin, and yeah. that's good. Yeah. All right? But without Christ, it's deadly. Because that is not the goal. The goal is not to give someone the Ten Commandments. The goal is to reveal to them that Christ saved them from our failure to keep the Ten Commandments. Right? Mm -hmm. And that I'm not someone who keeps them perfectly. If you come to my church, I'm going to teach you how to keep the Ten Commandments. No, I'm someone who failed just like you failed. And if if you'll receive the good news I have for you, you'll be made new and washed clean and set free from the law of sin and death. And you can walk in the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus for the rest of your life, free from condemnation, free from shame, full of joy and glory. You can't know that apart from Christ. Right. You can't see that. Apart from what Jesus did, Christianity, quote, unquote, becomes just another, Yeah, you're talking about some good things here. Yeah. You know, we're we're looking at a culture in decline, really. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people's are, I even heard a discussion today. How can Mm -hmm. we, how can we help people? You know, because society is built, just like the church, we say the church is built by people. Society is built by people. So what, how the people are is how society sure. is going to be. So obviously we have this declining culture, you know, but is it enough to not sin? Nope. Or is it better <laughs> to administer life? Mm. You hear what I'm saying? Is it so, so for some, you know, all they know is let's not sin. But for those of us who have seen Christ and the yeah. new covenant, we let's administer live. life. We bring life. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's good to not sin. You know, we need that reference. Some people don't even have that reference. Uh, God is good to reveal to us right. who he is right. and what, sin what is. his sure. sin, what sin is and what right. he who he is and right. what is holy and what is love. He's yes. so good to reveal that to yes. us. Yes. But there's more than just not sinning. There's actually being changed, receiving. Paul said it at the beginning of that mm. uh communion scripture you know what i've received i deliver to you this is much more than just not sinning Mm -hmm. this is the salvation and the life of god Mm -hmm. that have we've received Mm -hmm. and now we deliver it to others amen amen listen we have a message for you uh our our thinking throughout each day our goal is not to not sin that's right did you hear what i said in other words, we're not thinking, I'm not going to sin today. I'm not going to sin today. <laughs> I'm not going to sin today. That's how we don't, if you think that way, you need to change it now. Because if you're thinking that way, you're thinking old covenant. You're thinking law of sin and death. And you can't keep it, my friend. Right. No one could. Jesus was the only one who did. Right. So we don't get up in the morning saying, okay, I'm not going to sin today. I'm not going to sin today. I'm not going to sin. And then what happens if you get in that mentality you get mad at other people because you start noticing their faults too. And then you start telling them you can't sin, you can't sin. And all of a sudden, we've got a bunch <laughs> of sour, prune-faced people. I can't sin, so you can't sin. Right, and I'm mad at you because you're sinning, and I'm, <laughs> I'm trying not to sin, but I see you doing that. makes me mad, so I'm going to condemn you, right, right? right? And guys, how much has that happened? In my lifetime, I've seen it way too much, way too much. That's not the gospel. That's not the glory of this new covenant. The glory of this new covenant is, is God has revealed to us his love for us. Yes, the, the Ten Commandments are, are true and just. Yes, they reveal to us God's character. And yes, we cannot fulfill them. But through Christ, we are born again. We are forgiven of every sin oh, we've yeah. ever committed. Thank you, Lord. Past. Thank you, Lord. Present and future. Hallelujah. Sin is no longer the focus of our thinking. Not sinning is no longer the focus of our thinking. What is the focus of our thinking? Enjoying Him. Hallelujah. Walking with Him, rejoicing in Him, receiving His love for us, learning about how good He is, learning about what He did for us through His, his crucifixion and death and resurrection. And we're walking in his destiny for our lives, doing the things Jesus did and greater things than these, life and life abundantly. This is what we think about throughout the day. That's good. Yeah, and you'll find when you start thinking this way, you'll start living this way. You know, I want to use this example also. There are many recovery groups, yeah. um, which, which we thank God for recovery groups also. But a lot of times they have you count the number of days that you've, oh, yeah, been, yeah, yeah, yeah. That you've been free from what, what bound you, right? right well, right, that's right. the same thing as let's count how many days Old I've not mentality. sinned. Yeah. Well, what if I rather counted the days that I've been walking in newness of life? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, this is day 100 of salvation. This is day 100 of newness of life rather than this is day 100 of not doing that. Because the more you think of what you're not doing, you know, 
it, it, it keeps it, it lingering there. It keeps it hanging yeah, around. Yeah. <laughs> but if I realize, wait a minute, this is day 100 of a whole new me. This is day yeah, 100 yeah. of free me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is day 100 of new life yeah. in Christ. This is day 100 of the rest of my eternity. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, when you walk in Christ, the day that you made a decision for yeah. me, it was day one into the rest yeah. of eternity yeah. where we will continue to be changed and yeah molded into the likeness of his son. So it is so important how you think, mm-hmm. um, whether old covenant, I'm not going to sin or new covenant. I'm free from sin. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. a new creation. I'm a new creation. Our frame of reference now is brand new life. That's right. Brand new life. And it doesn't go away if we sin. Hallelujah. So I, I want to get out of that. Okay. I've, I've been Walking, I've been do, right. I've been walking life for a hundred days. Come on, come on, come on. Uh-uh. Right. I have new life forever. That's right. I'm permanently changed. That's right. I'm permanently righteous. I'm permanently saved for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. So I'm not even tallying. No. I'm not keeping tallies of what I've done right or wrong. It's, it's, that is a, a bondage. I'm the righteousness of That's God so in good. Christ Jesus. So good. Period. I don't need to mark that and tally it. I, it's done. Because can you count it's forever? Done. Yeah, Try sure to you count can. forever. Yeah. yeah, how far, how long are you going to count for? I, it's already been counted. <laughs> it's like, that's when right. Christ rose, it was counted and credited that's to right. us credited as righteousness. To us. It's done. It's it's set, the account is settled. Is I don't count accounts glory, that are settled. Glory, it's glory. over. It's done. The debt's paid. I don't go. I don't have to count anymore. I know it's so. Hallelujah. Yeah. Is that, whoa, oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You know what? We count his blessing. His blessing. Oh, blessing. we count all that he did for us through his finished work we count he 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 took every sickness (laughs) every disease every abnormality every disfigurement every pain he took out all the condemnation uh every dark thing he translated us out of the kingdom of darkness into his beloved son we count what he did what he did for us we we count uh the blessings of god we count the finished work of christ and all that that entails that's what we count that's the treasures we count, right? <laughs> new mentality, uh, new yes. way of looking Amen. at things. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, we speak. Hallelujah. It. We decree it. We declare only it. in Christ. Amen. This can only be gotten rid of this old mentality. New thinking. This law of sin and death. This counting my mistakes. This real uh, thinking I'm a sinner that I'm never going to be free from sin. No, we were sinners, but the moment you put your faith in Christ, your, your life of sin was over. Thank you. Lord. Your nature of sin was over. Let me say it that way, okay? Your nature changed. That doesn't mean for the last 30 some years I've never sinned. Right. You know, anything slightly contrary to him is sin, right? So there are times when I, thoughts, you know, I, I, I that, that I, shouldn't have acted on or things I shouldn't have said to people I said that was sin but that doesn't change who I am right because I know that's not who I am right hallelujah right we're free we're new creations we're new creations in him we're new creations in him <laughs> we're new creations in him second corinthians 5 yeah, yeah. Right? Five, so if you if you sin if you say something you shouldn't have said or you do something you shouldn't have done what do you do Start rejoicing. Hallelujah. <laughs> Start jumping up and down saying, thank you, Father, I'm yes, free from this. that's right. Thank you, Father, I'm free from this. Right in the middle of thank it. Thank you, your son bore this for Glory me. To God. So I don't have to ever, ever deal with it again. I thank you that I'm a new creation. This is not who I am. And start praising him. 
right there. Start yeah. jumping up and down and praising him. Say, thank you, Father, for your amazing love that you put this on your son for me. You gave me a new nature, and I'm free from this. Amen. Amen. Only in Christ can you live this way. Only in Christ. Christ, he's, he's it, guys. He's, he's the one you're looking for. Yeah, no, man, Not religious man. tradition. So religious good. tradition can't do this for you. Okay? Only Christ can set you free from this, this myth that there's something left behind the veil. Okay? Hallelujah. Verse 16. Nevertheless, when one turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away and there they are face to face. Hallelujah. You know, the relationship you've been given with God is as close as close can be. Face to face is, is a wonderful phrase. What's God saying? I've, I've brought you into union with me. Hmm. Union with me. They suddenly recognize that God is a living personal presence, not a piece of chiseled stone, verse 17. And when God is personally present, a living spirit, that old constricting legislation is recognized as obsolete. We're free of it. You know, you talked about recovery programs. It's wonderful when you meet someone who's been set free like myself <laughs> from all kinds of bondages and did it through simply declaring who they were in Christ. And someone who didn't continually declare they are a this, they are a that, but began declaring that they are the righteous of God in Christ. You're, you're, you're looking at someone who is set free from uh, bondages of alcohol and pornography and cursing and swearing and uh, just darkness. And I, but I didn't get set, three by, set free by going through a program. I'm not knocking that. If, you, if that's something you feel you need to do, you go for that. But you say what God says about yourself. I got free by receiving God's love for me. By learning about how much he loved me and what he did for me through the sacrifice of his son and who I am now in him. And that stuff fell off of me. I didn't even think about it anymore. Why? Because I was caught up in his love for me. See, this is only Christ can do this. Only the knowledge of his love for you can do this. Not the knowledge of, of Mount Sinai. The knowledge of God's love for you. Something you want to share, sweetie? Uh, just when you said face-to-face, -face, I thought of us an old hymn. I like the last verse. It says face to face to see and know face to face with my redeemer, Jesus Christ, who mm. loves me. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, you're talking about the revelation mm. of that love. And of course, you know, we're not talking about a physical face to face, although we will for those oh, yes. who believe yes. we will see him face to face. To we're spirit. talking by faith. Yeah. By faith, spirit to spirit. We can by faith, by the spirit, in essence, be um, that exposed, that revealed, mm -hmm. um, that communication, that fellowship, that communion between the Oneness. Father and us. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, this is close. This is close. But if I was one with, right. inside of, right. that's close. Right. Right? Hallelujah. We've been united, united. United. With God the Father. Mm -hmm. Wow. We've become one with God the Father. Hallelujah. 
united in Christ. His spirit now lives in us. The same spirit that set people free through the ministry of Christ is in you now. And he will never leave you. There is nothing between you and God. And there never will be again. That's so good. Listen to me. Your worst behavior cannot separate you from him. I better say that again. <laughs> Your worst behavior cannot separate you from him. Hallelujah. Why? Because his love is infinitely greater than our worst behavior. Infinitely more powerful than our lowest moments. And his grace is more than enough for all. Let me read you verse 18. All of us, this is for everybody. This is for everybody. This is for people who don't even know him yet. And Highway Church, right, we're all ministers, aren't we? We're ministers of the message that we're preaching. Hallelujah. That you can become, you can be reconciled to God. No matter what you've done, no matter how low you've fallen, Jesus paid the price for you That's right. to come into God's family and become one of his very own children for his spirit to live in you. All of us, nothing between us and God. Our faces shining with the brightness of his face. No veil. And so we are transfigured into the same image. Yes. From glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. Amen. How good can your life get? We're going to talk about that next week, part four. How good. How, how good is God's plan for your life? How, how exceedingly abundant is it? I dare say you have yet to imagine how good it is what the Father's prepared for you. Father, we thank you for your goodness. Well, Lord, your love for us is so powerful. So free. It inspires us to take our attention off of our mistakes and put our attention on your love and care for us. And that's where freedom comes from. That's where freedom is born, in the realization of your love. It's your love that gives birth to total freedom in our lives. We're free from sin. We're free from darkness. We're not concerned about it anymore. If we sin, you've, ta you, you've, you've covered us. If we sin, you've got us. Your grace is sufficient for us. We're free from it. That's not who we are. That's not how we live. That's not where we're going. We are the righteousness. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. 
We thank you, Father, this is who we are forever. And now we go forward, not thinking like sinners, but thinking like saints, because we are saints now. We were sinners, but now we're saints. We are holy. We are holy. We are righteous. We're born of you. Your DNA has become ours. Your nature is now our nature. We are your sons and daughters, radiating with your love, with your joy and peace, with your affirmation of mankind. For you so loved the world that you gave your son. We have that same message. We have that same attitude. You love people. You gave your son, and we realize that's the ministry you've given us to bring people into the reality of this reconciliation through Christ. Thank you, Father, for it. In Jesus' name. Highway Church, do you know that you're a minister? You are. You're a minister. You're a minister of... Reconciliation. The scriptures. The message of reconciliation Mm -hmm. that we've been reconciled to God. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Just like verse 18 says, there's nothing between us and God anymore. Hallelujah. This message that we preach at Highway will change your life. It's called the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's not the gospel of Mount Sinai. It's the gospel of Jesus Christ. And it's time for believers to think like Jesus, to think new covenant, to think abundance of grace, gift of righteousness, to think new creation, to realize the veil's been removed. The glory is now inside of us, and we're one with him. I want to share this with you as we worship the Lord with our money. And we're going to conclude this series next Sunday. I also want to remind you on Wednesday, we have the conclusion of the age of grace, our Bible study on the age we're living in, the jubilee of Christ, the age when God's favor and salvation are overflowing to mankind. Part three, okay? Check that out this Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But we began, even going finishing last year, we began saying, the Lord is our shepherd. We shall not lack. Mm-hmm. We never lack. We're always in the black. Amen. Right? Amen. Amen. Now, I want to give you uh, uh, some more scriptures. And when you see the scriptures, Genesis through Revelation, in the light of the finished work, it's very powerful. Proverbs 8 is speaking about wisdom. The New Testament declares that Christ, Jesus himself, has been made unto us wisdom. Do you hear me? Jesus is your wisdom. How do you get wisdom? Spend time with him. Believe everything he said. Not by accepting what man says. That's not, he's not talking about man's wisdom. Christ has been made unto us wisdom. Listen to Proverbs 8 talking about prosperity, talking about worshiping the Lord with our money. Verse 18, riches and honor are with me. Who? Jesus. 
of course. Durable riches and righteousness. Verse 21, that I may cause those that love me to inherit wealth. (laughs) That's God's will for your life. That I may cause those who love me to inherit wealth and I will fill their treasures. The New American Standard says to endow those who love me with wealth. The King James says that I may cause those, that I may cause, this is Jesus talking, that I may cause those that love me to inherit substance. And I will fill their treasuries. Their treasures. Wow. Those who love me gain great wealth and a glorious inheritance, and I will fill their lives with treasure. New Living Translation. Those who love me inherit wealth. Are you seeing the heart of the Father towards you? Christ became wisdom unto us. Christ became our prosperity. He was made poor that we might be rich so that the blessing of the Lord would permanently rest upon you and everyone else who put their faith in him. The Lord is our shepherd. We shall not lack. We want to encourage you to worship the Lord with your money. It is one of the, the pleasures of our lives, one of the privileges of our lives to come before him weekly with 10% of our revenue and offerings in addition to that and just to to present them to the Lord. Say, Lord, we love you. Thank you for being our provider. And we sow this seed. We give you our best. We give you our first. And we sow it into this church, into this ministry for the glory of your kingdom. And we thank you for your exponential multiplication on every seed that is sown for the growth of your kingdom through this church and ministry and in the lives of each sower. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name. And the information for worshiping the Lord with your money is on your screen. And I want to encourage you to... uh, Worship Him and rejoice in it. So you can go to our website, of course, highwaychurch.us forward slash give. Uh, you can text in the amount you'd like to worship with to 508-502-7733. Or you can also mail us a check to our P.O. box. And whatever uh, method you choose, put your trust in Him. He will cause you to prosper. He will cause you to prosper. He will keep you above. He will keep you from going under. Always above, always the head, never the tail. We bless you, Highway family. We bless your families. We bless you in your workplace. We bless your businesses. We bless your children. We bless your marriages. We bless every aspect of your life. You are God's sons and daughters, his favor is upon your life, and you are moving forward in him. We love you all very much, and we bless you in Jesus' name, and we'll see you 
Wednesday night. God is so good. We want to invite you to continue to grow in the knowledge of His goodness, who He is, what He's done for you, and who you are in Him. Check out our websites at highwaychurch.us and josephbosco.us and begin living the abundant life He came to give you.